Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in. This episode will be all about elections on the blockchain. How does it work and are there already practical examples? Have fun! Welcome to The Blockchain Lawyer, a podcast on technology and law. Dennis Hilleman is an accomplished lawyer with over 13 years of experience and a passion for creating a better future through blockchain technology, cryptocurrency, and other disruptive innovations. All statements expressed in this podcast are the opinions of the host and his guests only and are in no way legal or financial advice. And now, here is your host, Dennis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this new episode of A Blockchain Lawyer. Today, we're going to talk about voting on the blockchain because actually there's a lot of uh, fuss about voting on the blockchain and I was asked if that is actually a good solution and I think it is. This is Dennis Hellman. Welcome to the new episode of The Blockchain Lawyer. So I guess we all agree that voting procedures are an indispensable part of our democracy and the blockchain technology enables to carry out the voting procedure using the blockchain system and that can be a huge advantage because even in the world of today, even in like a democratic country that is very much developed in its democratic system like Germany, you can have a malfunction in the system. For example, in a couple of weeks back, there was a report on a German newspaper that somebody at, or, uh, that showed up how an election helper, you know, somebody counting the votes, was able to easily change the voting papers, change the vote on the paper, if uh, the um, if the voter from his point of view voted for the wrong party, and that's of course very much against democracy. And also, um, one thing I guess we can all agree on is the fact that, especially younger voters, don't want to go to voting anymore. Of course, you've got the option to vote by letter, but even that is complex and takes a lot of time sometimes. And so, why not voting on our smartphones? Why not voting on our tablets? In a way that vote that the election demands that the legal requirements are met because of course it's not new the idea of e-voting to make to make it possible for voters all over the world to vote this regardless of where you are if you're a german citizen and if you're currently in japan you could vote online if you are a u.s citizen and you're currently stationed as a soldier for example in turkey you could vote online but of course with e-voting systems and the legal restrictions that are very hard when it comes to elections it wasn't easy to find a good working system and of course the blockchain with its immutable decentralized database with the option of using smart contracts on the blockchain is a huge possibility for voting to work on its system and that's why we're going to talk about this today and you might think um, this is just like fantasy but that's not true there are already numbers companies working on a blockchain uh, solutions and voting and a small number even have built the technology and the systems to run binding decisions and before we talk about the technology as such i want to show you the applications that are already out there so even Already in 2016, for the Utah GOP presidential uh, candidate elections, and um, there was the use of the Smartmatic Cybernetica system. 
Um, Smartmatic Cybernetica delivered the world's first online election using blockchain technology for the Utah Republican Party consensus in 2016, and nearly 90% of voters registered to vote online. The platform enabled 24,000 voters to securely cast their ballots from 45 different counties using the computer, the tablet, or the smartphone. But then even in 2018, for the midterm elections in the state of West Virginia, where blockchain technology came into use. Uh, it was the first use of blockchain technology in the US federal elections. And uh, the state of Virginia used the VOATS mobile voting application to enable its overseas voters to vote in the 2018 US midterm elections. It was especially meant for soldiers studied overseas to be able to vote in this election. I think that's a really cool thing. And even like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame voting happened over blockchain and uh, with a Votum system. In 2017, music fans were able to use Votum's blockchain-based mobile voting platform to vote for the 2018 uh, inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Votum processed over 1.1 million votes million votes without fraud, without compromise, addicts, or hacking of any kind, marking it the largest use of online voting using blockchain technology to date. So you see there are already applications out there using blockchain technology, and I think that's a huge thing for the future, a huge thing for the public sector to look into. So what are the key points of a blockchain-based e-voting system? Well, it's pretty simple. The blockchain solution is public, it's distributed and decentralized. It can record votes from voters across many mobile devices and computers. And I think that's a huge thing if you look at how many things we do online, what we can all do online, but, but why can't we vote online? Why can't we do this via our mobile phones without leaving the house, sitting on a couch, actually thinking about what we're going to vote for instead of going to some voter cabin in the rain. I think blockchain can actually push democracy in this way. And the blockchain-based e-voting scheme allows the, allows the voters to audit and verify, verify the votes inexpensively. That's also a very big thing, like vote elections are expensive. The states need to organize quite a lot. And if you use blockchain technology, it can do that all automatically and autonomously, then voting gets gets not only cheaper, it uh, gets not only safer, but also much cheaper. I think that's a huge advantage too. Because like the database of votes is managed autonomously and is using a distributed server of timestamp on a peer-to-peer -peer network. So you don't need much of um, election helpers like you do actually now by counting the votes on paper. So actually blockchain can have a lot of, um, of impact in this way. And of course it loads data security because what did I always tell you in my, um, in my podcast, if you haven't listened to my other podcast episode, go back and listen especially to the first episode we're just talking about what blockchain is. Blockchain is in a decentralized database that is immutable transparent and secure. It's very hard to hack and therefore it has a lot of um, integrity and of course accountability. 
like the example that I talked about in Germany, like manipulating the vote, that if you do it right with a blockchain system, it will not be possible because the blockchain's fundamental characteristics, the mutability, the accountability and security will drive the technology's potential for security maintain, um, maintaining voter registration records and record votes. That means like elections on the blockchains will be very accurate. They will remove the potential for human error, like human error, that it also human error that is meant in a bad way for manipulating uh, the elections. And if you think about it, um, like, of course, even if you have paper votes, even if you count out all the votes on paper, at some point, all these votes will be put into a central database. And as you know, the blockchain doesn't have a central database. It's a distributed ledger network where the blockchain uh, is held or is stored. The blockchain data is stored on a network of nodes. And again, I tell you, listen to my first episode. If you don't know it, it's very hard to attack and manipulate the blockchain. So information cannot be lost and there are no central points for cyber attacks such as database deletion or denial of service attacks. The underlying peer-to-peer -peer network provides a validation mechanism that protects the integrity of the data being locked into each block, which means like the, the blockchain will be very secure as a database um, for elections. So how does the voting on a blockchain actually work. It works via smart contracts. It's not actually that complex. Um, defining a smart contract includes identifying the roles that are involved in the agreement, in this, in this case, the election agreement, and the different components and transactions in the agreement process. So how would a vote transaction work? When an individual votes at a voting district, the voter interacts with a ballot smart contract with the same voting district as is defined for any individual voter. This smart contract interacts with a blockchain via the corresponding district node, which appends the node to the blockchain if consensus is reached between the majority of the corresponding district nodes. So actually like that works, like most blockchain solutions, it's a smart contract with a simple if and then solution. So basically, um, if we look at this and summarize it, blockchain technology can actually make voting mobile very easy. You got a private key, only you got a vote. Remember, that's a key feature of a blockchain. Every single right can be on a blockchain in a unique way, not to be copied. One citizen, one vote will be possible on the blockchain. You can, of course, argue that if you sit at home with your mobile phone, you can't change or you have of course the risk of manipulation for example i mean no let's not be kidding my wife could do all the voting for both of us and uh, trust me at miss house here my wife would do the voting if she's got the possibility but no let's not be kidding like of course you've got this manipulation but you already have this 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 danger of manipulation with paper election too especially with uh, the um voting via letters this is possible in Germany too. And of course, that's against the secret vote because whenever you send a letter um, you um, and you get the documents via letter, you only need to sign it. You put your sign on it. Also, that sign, the signature 
could be already manipulated. But also you maybe put your um, signature under it and then the letter is uh, taken by someone, opened up, everything is changed. It's not so hard to do all that. And of course at home, I could do a signature here and my wife could do the actual voting for both of us. That's also very possible. And with all the digital signatures that we have to do today, the digital signature on the blockchain, but also digital fingerprints, the face ID of Apple, I think there's a lot of solutions that make it possible that actually the one voting on the blockchain via his or her mobile phone is actually the, the voter who hasn't given out her right or her vote yet. So I think blockchain could offer a lot of help here, could offer a lot of potential, has a good role here. And voting is actually something that could happen on the blockchain. It's not possible in Germany as of yet because the um, law doesn't foresee it. But with a blockchain strategy of the federal government of Germany, I think that's actually something we should look into too. And just one last sentence in Zug in Switzerland, uh, which is like the blockchain valley here in Germany, there's e-voting via blockchain already. So it's already happening in Europe too at this point. So if we think again of the benefits of blockchain technology, it's immutable, it's transparent, and it's secure. It makes sense to put voting and elections on the blockchain. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you can argue now why elections on the blockchain would make sense and you know that there are already applications out there. And I hope you will tune in for the next episode of A Blockchain Lawyer. Hey, if you want to have any topic discussed by me, please write me either on Twitter, LinkedIn, send me an email. I'd like to know what you would like to hear about before we go into the next episodes. Thank you. If you want to learn more about Dennis, please visit his website, theblockchain.lawyer, or connect with him on LinkedIn or Twitter. Until next time, everyone.